Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Greg Jarrett. I'm Sandra Smith. I'm Charles Payne and this is the Fox News Rundown. Friday, June 10th, 2022. I'm Eben Brown. For longer than 100 days, Russia has been attempting to take over Ukraine. The ordeal and the actions of Russia's Vladimir Putin are eerily similar to when Joseph Stalin tried to take over another European neighbor. They think they can do it in 12 days. That was their intelligence failure about the Finnish ability and willingness to resist. This is the Fox News Rundown War on Ukraine. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Ukraine continues to attempt to repel its Russian invaders. This has been going on for months when Russia used to brag they could take over the whole country in less than a week. Ukraine, however, spent the Cold War as a Soviet state subservient to the Russian leaders. But Ukraine isn't the first of Russia's European neighbors to have been conquered to win its freedom again, only to have to fight even more. The same happened with Finland. Prior to the Soviets, the Tsar invaded Finland. The Finnish won their freedom eventually, only for Stalin some years later to try again. And it's now the subject of a new documentary streaming now, on Fox Nation. Some of the Finnish fighters got around on skis and had white uniforms that made for successful camouflage. The Soviet soldiers were sitting ducks. Fox's Bill Hemmer hosts The Winter War. You can stream it at foxnation.com or its many apps. The story of Finland and its fighting off Russia seems to be a real foreshadowing to the current aggression against Ukraine. It all started more than two centuries ago. So that's going pretty far back to 1808. Alexander I was the czar, and at that time, he was under a cloud. Dr. Roger Reese is a history professor at Texas A&M University. He specializes in the history of Russia, and specifically the Soviet Union. He had lost uh, several major battles to Napoleon and signed a humiliating peace treaty, the Treaty of Tilsit, that made Russia adhere to the Napoleon's continental system. And so at home, he was really under a cloud. There was a lot of pressure for him to do something to redeem himself. And so he chose to attack Sweden in order to take Finland, add it to the empire, really just for domestic purposes. I mean, Finland's you know, GDP was you know, insignificant. Russia would get nothing out of it. It was really for domestic purposes um, to, to bolster his power. It, it didn't really work. Uh, it was grasping at straws, but that's how Finland came into the into the Russian orbit. 
really as a response to domestic power issues rather than any kind of strategic goals or, or needs. Let's talk about uh, how uh, Finland gained its independence at that point during the Russian Revolution, uh, because that was sort of their their opportunity to get out from under the Russian thumb, was it not? Right. So uh, the Russian Revolution really caused a, a significant unraveling of the Russian Empire. So Finland and a lot of other national minorities like the Estonians, Latvia, Latvians, uh, Lithuanians and Ukrainians uh, all wanted uh, out of the empire. And this was their opportunity when the, the Russia has a revolution, the government's in disarray. It definitely, actually, the Osiris government falls. The, uh, the a civil war goes on really until 1921. So there's no really organized central power. The Bolsheviks are fighting other leftist parties. They're uh, really trying to just gain their own power. So this is a, is a tremendous opportunity. And sure enough, Finland manages to escape, uh, and Lenin uh, authorized a peace treaty recognizing that their sovereignty, as they did with Estonia, Latvia, and uh, Lithuania, but not Ukraine. Ukraine actually was reconquered by the Soviet Union. So then we fast forward to Stalin, and Stalin begins to, I guess, get hungry. They had their uh, original non-aggression pact with Nazi Germany. They The, the two uh, powers decide they want to sort of carve up Europe for themselves, and Russia wanted Finland back, if you will, or the Soviet Union wanted wanted Finland back under its its uh, its influence. Uh, this begins a campaign to sort of drag Finland into into war. There was a, a I guess, a consideration or or a mode of thinking that Finland represented the Western powers. Even this is a, a pre NATO time. Uh, but uh, but take it from there. How, what what did Stalin and the Soviet leadership uh, do to sort of make their way towards Finland and begin the aggression, even though they would they would be claiming it was Finland that was the aggressor? But the origins of Stalin's aggression really was with the uh, Nazi Soviet non-aggression pact in August of 1939. Stalin, for nationalist reasons, really wanted to recreate the empire, expand it uh, westward, get everything back that had been lost. Uh, again, not for any real strategic reasons, but it's just that mentality that, well, this belongs to Russia and we want we want it back. It, it very much an imperialistic outlook. So the, the Russian made the deal with the Nazis to divide Eastern Europe between them, uh, Finland, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, and Eastern Poland, uh, fell into the, the Soviet orbit, and the, the treaty said, you have a free hand, do whatever you want. And of course, Western Poland falls into uh, Nazi Germany's orbit. So Stalin had a free hand to do anything he wanted in the Baltic states, Finland, Eastern Poland. And he wanted to accept, you know, get that territory back. So now he needs a pretext for armed aggression. And here's things get a little tricky. He offered the Baltic states and Finland mutual assistance packs uh, in 1939 saying uh, we you know this is a hostile world you're a little state we want to help pr protect you and we need your help protecting ourselves which is you know ridiculous and you know if you don't sign these we'll consider that to be a hostile act if you don't want to help defend us and, and re reject our help and part of the fine print there was the soviets would have the right to station 
armed forces on the territories of those countries, the Baltic states and Finland. Obviously, the foot in the door, uh, troops on the ground, then would enable Soviets to leverage that politically. So the Baltic states felt extremely intimidated and agreed to, to those terms and signed the, the mutual assistance pacts in 1939. Now, Stalin didn't immediately send troops in. He would do that in 1940. Uh, but Finland rejects it. Finland was sincerely neutral. They didn't want to be in the Soviet bloc. They didn't want to be in the Nazi bloc. They just wanted to mind their own business and take care of business at home. And, and they saw these mutual assistance packs for what they were. At one point, Sistan really did believe that the Finns were pro-Nazi and that they would let the Germans come in and set up bases from where Nazi Germany could attack Soviet Union. And that is a, a complete intelligence failure. Finland was not going to do that. They had no interest in, in getting in on one side or the other. So that goes nowhere. Stalin comes up with plans to invade. Actually, Stalin doesn't. He he, he really underestimates the Finns, um, tells the Leningrad military just to, you guys handle this, and gave them pretty short notice to, to plan the invasion. Um, but you use your own resources, take over Finland, and we'll absorb it into the empire. He, he created a, a government in exile of communist Finns that he was ready to move in to install uh, as a puppet government that would then invite itself to join the Soviet Union, uh, which is what he would do with the Baltic states in 1940, using local communists there. So publicly, he made the demands that really all we want is naval bases and air bases on the Gulf of Finland to keep the German Navy from sailing up to Leningrad. But really, he wanted to attack and absorb all of Finland. Okay. So he doesn't want to say that you know, to the rest of the world. He's saying, oh, we just, it's all defensive. So that's rejected. The Leningrad military comes up, comes up with a plan to conquer the whole country, not just to take the territory for the bases that Stalin is talking about, but to conquer the whole country. And they, they think they can do it in 12 days. That, that was their intelligence failures <laughs> about the Finnish ability and willingness to resist. I, I have to tell you, th this does seem eerily similar to what uh, Russia had been uh, planning and, and hoping to do with Ukraine, uh, to make swift moves and, and quickly conquer Ukraine, uh, and using the excuse that they just want some of this territory, or there was an imminent threat to Russia uh, from Ukrainian uh, Nazis. There seems to be a lot of parallels. I'd, I'd like you to continue the story, but I'd also like you to, to comment on those parallels if, in fact, they are there or it's just something that we view in the in a more of a, you know, a news lens or not. No, I think the parallels are direct. He's taking a pace out of Stalin's playbook. Pretend you just want a little. Make it look like you're reasonable and make the other person look unreasonable for not going along with your reasonable re requests painting them as evil, diabolical, and threatening, and then having a massive attack to change the entire situation, not just get the publicly stated goals, supposedly reasonable goals that you set out. You've been listening to Dr. Roger Reese. He's from Texas A&M University, a professor of history specializing in the social and military history of the Soviet Union. He features prominently on the new Fox Nation documentary, the Winter War. On the Fox News Rundown, War on Ukraine, 
We'll have more straight ahead. And, and so the, the story does continue. In fact, I, I'd like you to um, talk about and, and we make mention or you make mention of it in the uh, uh, in our documentary on Fox Nation that there was a false flag attack. And it, it was such a poorly executed one that no one really even believed it at the time or certainly didn't believe it after the uh, after the fact. Uh, can you talk about that? What was the genesis of that and how how did it play out and, and what was the reaction then? And, you know, what's the, the view of it now when we've had all the, this time to re- to review things? Yeah, it, it was. So the false flag attack was the Russian army. Uh, the Leningrad military district uh, sent out a, a telegram to Moscow. Uh, it was pre-planned. You need to send us a telegram uh, that we've been, our forces at the front line have been shelled and we've taken some casualties. It's completely unprovoked. The Finns are attacking us. Okay? It was actually a Russian historian in the 1990s who went into the archives to find the uh, unit records of the unit that was supposedly shelled that was on the border with Finland and went through all the records uh, of that week and that day. And that unit that supposedly got shot never reported being shot at. (laughs) So this was manufactured at higher headquarters completely. Um, In this particular go around in Ukraine, we suspect they were gonna do the same things. I don't know if you remember the the news reports back in February before they, they moved in I think our intelligence forces somehow exposed this, like, hey, Russia's going to do a false flag uh, attack. And I think that actually preempted that from happening. But again, parallels with Finland, um, identical, also parallels with Nazi Germany. They they staged the, the attack on the Gleiwitz radio station uh, with Poland in September uh, 1939, just like three months before the Soviets did it. So I think the Soviets actually learned that from the Nazis. Amazing stories and interesting to see history repeat itself in such a way. And obviously by design, I think that's probably the, the conclusion uh, anyone would make from looking at it. Uh, Dr. Roger Reese, you're a professor of history at Texas A&M University, and you are featured uh, rather prominently in Fox Nation's new streaming special, The Winter War, and it's available now for streaming on Fox Nation. Uh, download the app, go to the website, Thank you so much, Dr. Reese, for being with us here on the Fox News Rundown, War on Ukraine. I'm glad to serve the interests of knowledge and and historical information. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com.